Kia ora, welcome to the Invisible Sensei podcast. Karate, kubudo, judo, jiu-jitsu, whatever the style of preference, we all have our own stories and experiences. We are all our own Invisible Sensei. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And again, thanks for taking time to listen. Jordan, how are we doing? Welcome to the Invisible Sensei podcast. So I thought, just for a change to keep it fresh. I would try and do something a little bit different than what I usually do. Usually on the podcast, I try to find interesting people that I can interview and get different perspectives and so on and so forth, in which you'd learn a great deal. And in doing that, I was looking at a particular interview that I wanted to do with a particular individual, and I was looking for some sayings. It's become... I guess with social media, it's natural to quote people's sayings. And I was looking for a particular quote to use while I'm editing up this particular interview. And I realised, you know, sometimes I come up with some kind of cool things myself. And I think we all do if we take time to listen to our own wisdom. So I'm going to back myself a little bit and I'm going to do 10 days of my own sayings, which is, feels kind of big-headed, but I'm going to resolutely swallow my sense of um, big-headedness and um, (laughs) and my, what's the word, my imposter complex, and I'm just going to trust in it. So I did a post on Instagram about this particular, about this particular saying that I kind of created, and I didn't kind of create it, I created And um, so you can see that on the Instagram page and also on the YouTube page. But I want to start with this. For the next 10 days, I'm going to do short conversations on these posts. So day one was your sensei didn't ask what you were trying to do, what you thought you were doing, or for your thoughts on how to fix it. It's not a QA, and a a debate or a discussion. Listen, do, repeat. Questions come later. After the sweat. I hope I read that with the right amount of gravitas. <laughs> um, so I wrote this and it was really about my thoughts on things that I've seen and things that I've been. I have been the student who has tried to explain at great length when I've been corrected what I was trying to do. And <laughs> I've also been the instructor trying to do the correct thing and sort of had to put it with this long kind of diatribe, which is well-meant, but ill-conceived and probably ill-timed, where a student will tell you what they were trying to do, and then they'll try and do some self-correction, almost trying to beat you to the punch. And I think as a student, from the perspective of a student in that situation, I think I lost a lot because while I was waiting, while I was sort of going through my own little fit of genius in my own mind about what I needed to do for this particular technique or stance or kata or whatever, I wasn't giving someone who was standing in front of me by far and away my senior with years of training and teaching and practicing and getting things wrong and getting things right, you know, under their belt, no pun intended. And so I just sort of dwelt in this really weird wee world. <laughs> and um, it did not serve me. So the 
idea of asking questions, you'll hear a lot of practitioners say, well, you know, when I learnt, you know, you didn't ask questions, you know, you just copied. And I think there's a place for that in the beginning. I think when you go into a dojo, you've got to realise that, especially if you're a beginner or you're coming from another style, you are being looked at as the... I don't want to say interloper, but someone who has not yet proved themselves in terms of whether or not they're going to hang around and stay. From an instructor's perspective, you're also going, do I spend time on this person who may be here for one lesson or two lessons and then we'll never see again? And so, you know, there's a whole level of etiquette to be observed, unwritten rules, if you will. And while I think questions are a healthy, normal and important part of training I think finding the right time the right way in the right context to ask those things are really important there's nothing worse than when you're trying to elaborate on a point in class and a student kind of butts in and it's not a question of it's not a question of that what they have to say does not have value but the timing is really really important perhaps it's something you can ask after class or when it's a more appropriate time I'm a big believer as an instructor in asking people if anyone has any questions and not inviting questions until I've said that. A couple of times when people have asked questions at the wrong times, I've actually cut them off says questions later. <laughs> so yeah, it can be a little bit of a, a pain in the butt. But yeah, I think it's this weird thing where we live in the society where everyone has a point of view and I think everyone has a point of view and definitely they should articulate that at the right time. When it comes to martial arts, it is a question of, in the beginning, the whole shuhari concept, copy, is always the first step. Copy, just do, and if you're seen to be doing your best but making mistakes, the... Instructor or instructors, coach, sensei, whatever, will see that, I think, if they're good instructors. And they will come and they will spend the time to help you understand what it is that you're doing wrong and perhaps correct it. There's nothing worse than when you go to a dojo where you receive no correction. And I once had a friend of mine who was training in Japan. And he talked about the fact that there are some people who turn up in certain dojos, especially if they had training somewhere else, in a particular style or with a particular instructor, who are not what they call teachable, who are there to show everyone what they can do as opposed to having an open mind and being open to the experience and being able to put aside what they perceive as their own expertise which may be valid and may be excellent but I think we rob ourselves of an excellent human experience when we cannot view anything but through the lens of well that's not how we do it we do it like this we do it like that if that's what you want to do my my recommendation if that's how you do it then you should go to a place with your instructor and continue to do it that, that way if you're coming into a school uh, to a dojo or whatever and they don't do it your way it's not an opportunity to do a comparison of styles. That's something you do on your own time. Um, yeah, it's not a Q&A. <laughs> it's not a Q&A. It's like, hey, put your foot there and, and 
have your hips like this or your arm needs to be in this position or when you do the sweep it needs to be here you know any number of things when people get into this thing of um, answering a thousand questions or asking a thousand questions it can get quite tiresome and make one how shall we say disinclined to answer further questions and thus spend more time with the student in other words they can't be bothered with you and I can understand that so I guess your sensei didn't ask what you were trying to do what you thought you were doing or for your thoughts on how to fix it it's not a Q&A a debate or discussion listen do repeat questions come later after the sweat and even the after the sweat thing is sometimes if you practice a thing you'll have these incremental moments of aha you'll go that's that's what happened I was talking to sensei Pat Miguel yesterday about a particular point um, we have these long I, I bother him with these long discussions <laughs> and all these technical points and he said look try this and I was training and practicing and I went oh my gosh that's an aha moment but what happened was I needed to train enough I needed to take my time and let it evolve rather than trying to rush the process sometimes things will come in a bolt of lightning sometimes they will ease their way in and sometimes those things can be few and far between but that's why it's important to continue training that's why it's important to trust your inner wisdom and your inner sensei because that's where the real development begins <laughs>